Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another great episode of Podcasts with Gautam and Jin. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Jin Van Stee, and with me is my co-host, Gautam Sivaj. And today, we're very excited to have Naeem Altaf. Naeem is an IBM Distinguished Engineer and CTO of Space Technology in the IBM Hybrid Cloud business. He's working to expand IBM's presence in the space technology sector. He also serves as a chief solution architect leading innovation group to build first of a kind proof of concepts and technology prototypes for strategic application expansion into industry verticals on IBM hybrid cloud platforms. Naeem, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Jane and Gautam for having me. All right, Naeem, that's a super cool job title. Can you please tell us what is Space Tech Initiative? Sure, thank you. Jane, so Space Tech means is the you know the systems and applications which we are building, you know, designing, manufacturing for its application in, in space. So for example, the stuff we are sending for Earth observation as satellites, these probes which are going further away to you know uh, examine the the uh, planets. And then we are for the space travel. So all these technologies which are used for different kinds of explorations, uh, that's where the space tech categories falls into. And one easy example for people to relate to is the GPS systems and the Earth observation. So you have all these uh, weather satellites which shows you these amazing graphics of when you know the hurricanes are coming or you see these different weather patterns over the globe. These are all the technologies which we uh, refer to as space tech. Awesome. And what are some examples of uh, the challenges that you face in extraterrestrial and space-related uh, problems? Sure, that's a good question. Um, so uh, you probably have heard this uh, very famous uh, line that space is hard or space is not easy. So yes, there is. there are lots of challenges. The, the biggest challenge which we are hearing these days is about the uh, space debris. So you have a lot of debris in the, the uh, low Earth orbit because of the, in the activities happening for past 50 years, satellites are being put in, the satellites disintegrate. There have been like two or three collisions around the satellites which created uh, more debris into the orbit. So that is a serious real threat. And we saw uh, in last uh, 12 months that the space station, which is in the low Earth orbit, had to maneuver like three to four times. And that is a very, very expensive operation because of the you know, limitations of the fuel and stuff. So there are challenges, you know, what's, uh, what's in the low Earth orbit, there are challenges with the communication. We don't have as, uh, you know, the high bandwidth or the throughput in terms of network communication between the ground stations and the uh, and these uh, probes in the in the low Earth orbit. Uh, if we are in the low Earth orbit, you only have like a pass of around 10 to 12 minutes. So you have to uplink or downlink within that time frame until you hit the next uh, ground station. Then there are uh, challenges about the, uh, the hardware. So it's not like you can just take your PC uh, motherboard and just put that up uh, in the orbit. It has to be radiation hardened. There's a very high radiation. So you know, it, it, uh, if you take your regular compute, it will, you know, it will burn the chip and the motherboard and cause lots of issues. That's why you see these uh, specialized architecture, you see uh, they are enclosed in these uh, radiation hardened enclosures where your computer is put in. 
So with that comes a complexity of if you don't have off the shelf kind of your uh, compute and you have these uh, specialized uh, processors, then you have to go and recompile all your code for that specialized. So that adds more to software development. Uh, the other ones are the security uh, and there's lots of events happening in the world these days and there are lots of challenges because we are relying more and more on these uh, satellites for many different purposes. So the, the, the most obvious one is a GPS, which almost everyone uses it every day. So security is a huge way the communications are being uh, hijacked or, you know, uh, and then the, if we talk about uh, the space travel, so the health of astronaut, that is, uh, that's a huge concern. And we have lots of studies done uh, on space stations and the space station is a lab for us, right? Where we do different kinds of things uh, in the microgravity environment. So when, whenever the astronauts have to do a spacewalk, there is a, it's, it's quite risky. And then uh, there is lots of vitals, which has to be checked continuously as they are doing the uh, inspection of space station and stuff like that. So, so these are a few of the uh, areas which are huge challenges. And, uh, and that's what we are looking to see how we can resolve using the technologies we have today. Great. And what is the future of technology in space tech program from the technology side of the house? Sure. So, like I mentioned uh, uh, in the previous question, you know, all these different challenges we have. So with those challenges, there's an opportunity and that's where we are looking at the uh, space tech. What can we do uh, to, you know, uh, try to resolve all of these concerns? So first thing, which, uh, which technology or, you know, actually the design and the uh, the build of rockets which have solved for us is the launch. That's the first step. How can, I mean, in 20 years ago, launching a system was extremely, extremely expensive, almost like $24,000 per pound. And it has reduced significantly with all these SpaceX launches happening. And that's because, you know, they have a, they can recover their rockets, right? And they can reuse them. That all brings the cost down. So that's that's the first thing. It's much easier now to put stuff in the in the orbit. Next thing is uh, the edge computing. So what we are trying to look into is um, how can we use the uh, off-the-shelf compute, and that's where the companies the companies we are working with, with they are coming up with is radiation hardened boxes which they can uh, you know stick outside the space station and we can drop our regular compute and still be able to do a computation. So that will ease a lot because now I can just use off-the-shelf compute and you can use your, you know, whatever development you were doing. The next thing is the uh, the edge computing in space. And this is with IBM's whole uh, stories about the hybrid computing. So we are extending the hybrid compute spectrum from, uh, from the terrestrial networks to in the space. We have done, uh, we have done edge computing in space for DNA sequencing on space station. And that was our edge computing, uh, basically extending the spectrum of hybrid compute. Uh, we just uh, recently launched IBM's first uh, space mission satellite, a CubeSat, where we can do perform the computation on the satellite for different, you know, working with different sensors to demonstrate uh, edge computing. The next big thing happening will be the uh, laser-based communication because right now most of the stuff is through radio communications. Like I mentioned, you have 
few minutes of pass over the ground station and the and the and the you know the birds or the spacecraft which are in continuous connection with the ground are in the geostationary orbit. So it's a, an example is your uh, dish network or you know these different kinds of uh, for TV satellites used at home. They are, they communicate with geostationary or satellites, which means that these satellite is orbiting at the same speed as the Earth is rotating. So you don't have to keep on going outside and moving your, your dish. So many satellites beam data up to the geostationary and from there it beams down up, it beams down to the uh, ground stations. So with these uh, laser communication, we will have a much higher bandwidth and throughput. And in a pass of like, you know, 10 minutes, we'll be able to do a lot more work than what we can do today. Other interesting areas are, uh, you will hear about in-orbit servicing. So, so the, these satellites which we put up in the, uh, in the orbit, these are like 100, 200, 300 plus million dollar satellites and they have a life of 10 to 15 years. But what if we can extend that life? How can we send another spacecraft which can talk with it and you know, service it, maybe it ran out of fuel or something, it can go and fix it. Uh, there is a huge discussion and uh, is about that putting data centers in space. Yeah, now that sounds a little crazy, but th that is actually being discussed. And there are many startups. Think about all these activities happening in the in the low Earth orbit, and mostly it's towards the Earth observation. So we are watching the supply chain. We are watching the the climate, or you know the, the patterns, the weather patterns. Uh, there's so much stuff happening from the low Earth orbit that all of that, that data, which is in gigabytes or terabytes being produced by this imagery, it has to come down to the ground and then processed. And that takes a lot of time. How about if we have, a, you know, in the orbit, we have a set of servers and some data can be uh, examined over there before it's sent to the ground. So, so there will be a whole new, uh, the, the things which we have learned on the ground, how do, how do we build data centers, especially when it comes to the edge? How will they communicate? How will they, how resilient they will be? So all those concepts will be applied over here. And of course, it's much more complicated in the orbit. And uh, last but not least, there will be uh, what's really fueling all of this, uh, this, this uh, space sector is where the public and private sector is coming together for innovation. Before it used to be, you know, the, uh, the major space agencies and maybe the government agencies working together. But now you have seen what SpaceX has done. They have really uh, changed the game, right? Where the, the, the private sector and public, they're all coming together and to, uh, move the, to move this innovation much, much faster than it was happening before. So thank you so much, Gautam and Chin. And everyone, please don't forget to log in on Monday to see the NASA SLS going to the moon. That's a huge deal happening on Monday morning at 8.30, I think, Eastern time. Thank you. Awesome. To think of things beyond known and to explore the unknown. Thank you, Naeem, for the interesting space initiative and using technology to do so. Yeah. Audiences who have new ideas and requirements around the space, please feel free to reach out and connect with Naeem. Today we had Space Tech Initiative CTO from IBM, Naim Altaf, and you're listening to the podcast with Gautam Sivaj and Jin Wensti. Keep listening, please share, and thank you for your continued support.